What is up, guys? We are live action. This is Dr. Andre Pines at The Study Doc. And today we're talking about the most important book you need to read if you want to be an exceptional medical student. As a pre-med, people have recommend all the different books. I'm going to tell you the one book you need to read. If you have not read it, if you are not planning to read it, you are doing yourself an incredible disservice. So let's talk about it, y'all. But stop making excuses. Stop whining. Stop. Right? Get at it. No excuses. Just dominate. Before we get today's episode, I want you guys to know that I'm having a very special limited time sale on my MCAT course, How to Dominate the MCAT Without an Expensive Prep Class, $99, guys. You guys can click down, look in the show notes, and get the link to that. It's a limited time, so jump on that. This is an opportunity to get understand how you can prep independently for the MCAT and do so in a way that you're not stressed out, you're not overwhelmed, and you can get a top-notch score. I myself scored in the 95th percentile in the MCAT studying independently, and I've taught hundreds of students this method and i want to teach it to you so check it out let's get the show started y'all all right what is up guys harpreet hello first on today uh so today we're talking about the most important book you can read for your med school future as a pre-med i know you guys get recommendations all the time like start listening to them in the box right now books that you get recommended uh while you guys do that i'm gonna introduce myself to the people who are here for the first time ever if you're just finding me this is the dominate pre-med show guys we are rolling along this thing is fun and it is exciting for me to be able to bring you guys this content to help you guys become what? More independent, more confident, right? More efficient pre-meds so that way you guys can dominate pre-med and get to medical school. So on this episode, we're talking about the book you must read as a pre-med, right? Is it uh, when breath becomes air? Is it these? No, guys, it's none of those books. The number one book you should read before you read all these other ones, these these half fictional books is that you guys should focus on yourself and improving yourself with your reading. And the number one book you should read is Costanzo's Physiology. Yes, I said Costanzo's Physiology. I know it's not as sexy as reading about someone dying or about dealing with patients because I know you guys want to be there. But the, the reality is, oh, and Relentless is a good one by Tim Grover. The reality is, is that many of you guys are never going to be get to become that doctor you're reading about because you didn't spend the time reading about things that were going to get you there. And this starts with physiology. It is literally the number one subject that you need to learn if you want to be successful in medical school. And so many students glaze over this and downplay physiology and they don't get physiology to just do what deserves. And as a result, their medical school is tough. Their step one score is not what it should be. And as a clinician, they're never as good as they should be. And I'm always amazed. I go out and I talk to these medical schools and, and these medical students. I'm always shocked at their lack of knowledge of physiology. And it always comes back to bite them because imagine, guys, right? What is physiology really? Physiology is the function, right? How things function, the physics of biology, right? The, the physics of your body and how things are going. So if you don't have a strong grounding in that, then how are you ever going to get at the pathophysiology, right? The pathology, when things go wrong with the physiology. How are you going to get at the anatomy? Because in nature, what happens? Structure follows function. And if you don't understand the basic functionalities and how things get done in the human body, then how can you ever understand the pathology? How can you ever understand what you're trying to treat? How can you ever? None of it. You can't get at it. And Harpreet's saying, I thought you said you shouldn't study before med school. No. That's not what I said. Harpreet, come on, buddy. You know better than that. 
you should always be thinking about your future. I say the first day you become pre-med is the first day you think about going into medical school. If you say I might possibly one day probably want to go to medical school, then you need to start thinking like a pre-med. And your preparation for getting into medical school, for being a competent doctor, starts day one. And when we talk about learning physiology, it's not just for the day when you become a doctor, but it's for even your pre-med life. Think about your MCAT. One of the tricks, quote unquote, that the MCAT likes to use is they like to take your physics concepts, they like to take your biology concepts, they like to take your organic chemistry concepts and put them in the native environment that they care about, which is the human body. And where people get confused, right? It masks basic concepts because you haven't learned physiology yet. So to all pre-meds, you should be taking a physiology course, but you should also just be spending your time reading about physiology. It's so important for your life and it will help actually even you and your other classes because how many of you guys go through your pre-med classes and you feel like, man, how does this relate to treating patients? All I want to do is take care of patients. How does this boring cell biology class or this abstract immunology class, how does this relate to patient care? If you understood the physiology, then it would all make sense. You would understand why physics, which sounds strangely similar to physiology, matters, right? Why a force matters, right? Why a pressure gradient matters. All of these things are forces that drive your human physiology. So why does physics matter? Why do they make pre-meds take it? Because that's why your body works. It's all physics. It's just called physiology. Does that make sense, everybody? So what you guys have to get used to doing, I know it's tempting to escape your current world and, and escape into the shoes of a doctor during the AIDS epidemic of the 80s, right? It's all, that's fun. But my question to you is, is, what is that escaping doing for getting you into medical school? What is that escaping doing for preparing you for a life of medicine and being in medical school? Right? That's what we have to think about. That's the way we have to approach it. And if you guys are, are on this show and listening to this show or you guys are one of my students, you guys know I'm always stressing. Too much time is spent on things that aren't moving you towards your goal. Once you achieve a goal or once you're on your way to your goal, once you create efficiencies, then you can build in fluff. But you don't have time to read about someone dying of cancer when your whole objective is to cure cancer. So why aren't you reading and improving yourself and moving towards that pathway? Right? Wouldn't that, be, wouldn't that make the most sense? Sally asks, how do you suggest diving through this book? We can never be time pressured, right? For most of you guys, you're not taking physiology this semester. So take your time. Read a couple of pages of physiology a week. You'll be done with the book in a year. Wouldn't that be cool? And then you'd be a physiology, you'd know some physiology, and then you read it a second time maybe and you become an expert in physiology. And that physiology can carry you guys so far. It's so important. So I just want you guys to understand this is not a super long drawn out thing, but physiology is so important. It's one of the recommended classes for medical school. It is not required. But when we talk about pre-med, we have to talk about strategy. Just doing pre-med is easy, but doing pre-med well is harder. And strategically, strategically, if we're preparing for the MCAT, if we want to make medical school, right, the fire hose of information, we want to make it smooth transition, why not hammer in that physiology early? Because it's, it's the glue of everything you guys are learning. Wouldn't that be smarter, 
right? To lighten your, 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 uh, your burden as you go through. For you people who are applying to medical school and you're like, what should I do with myself? And you're twiddling your thumbs, wasting time thinking, what should I do before med school? You should be reading physiology. You guys have to know. And I said Costanzo Physiology, people are hopping on here late, but it's a great textbook because it's not written to be too advanced, but it's complex enough to give you really good sense of what you need to know both in undergrad physiology, but also for medical school. And it's got beautiful images and it's organized really, really well. And I wanted to tell you guys what's funny about physiology. And I talk about medical students being weak. I actually talked to uh, a student this past week who's a medical student and they couldn't figure out why they were struggling every single organ block. Like, oh, I'm just always behind. I'm always, and I'm like, well, have you read Costanzo? Have you finished that physiology book? They're like, no, no, no. Um, I tell myself every block I'm going to read it and I don't have time. I end up just reading first aid for, first aid for USMLE step one. And I was like, well, your problem is, is you're not physiologically well-versed. And you don't have a foundation to be able to attack all the material. Because imagine, right, we often learn and we think about the human body and the organs as discrete organs. But really how our body works, right, we have tissues, right, we have cells that are coordinated into tissues that are then the tissues are coordinated into an organ, which is then coordinated into entire body. And so in order to really be able to get at any of the content, any of the discrete boxes, we must understand how they work together. So to understand heart physiology or how the heart works or heart pathology or why valves matter, we must also have an understanding of the circulatory system. We must also understand about oxygenation and deoxygenation and the lungs and that the lungs, right, are a low pressure circuit, whereas the body is a high pressure circuit. Well, how do we know that if we've never gone into the physiology of the lungs? How do we, how do we understand renal physiology and pathophysiology and end-stage renal disease and how do we understand all of these ion channels if we haven't examined what's coming into the kidney from the heart? If we haven't examined what the liver does in terms of detoxifying, right, toxins, drugs, anything we take in. So it all works together. And if you guys want to set yourself up for foundation, if you have all the physiology down, everything else becomes easy because it's just perturbations of that physiology. That's pathophysiology, right? It's just execution of that physiology, anatomy. It's just execution of the physiology, histology. It's just treating, right? Getting that physiology back to normal, back to homeostasis. That's what treating a patient is. It's recognizing perturbations in that physiology. Oh, wait a minute. If my heart is not functioning well, well, the heart's job is to pump blood forward. Well, if blood backs up, where will it go? Oh, how about the IVC and SVC? But gravity from physics, right, pulls down. So it's not going to go up into the SVC. It'll go down to the IVC. Where does the IVC go? Oh, my gosh. It goes right to the liver. So probably their liver will be large and congested. Oh, my gosh. And then if it can't drink from the liver, where else can it go? Oh, my gosh. Down to the legs. So maybe they'll have, I don't know, pitting peripheral edema. Oh, my goodness. So everything makes sense if we've got our physiology down. So I really encourage you guys. And no, you don't have to buy the newest edition. Physiology is physiology. What they update in the newest editions is they update the colors, they update little highlight points, they make it, the books fancier. But get the old edition, especially if you're not taking physiology right now, get the old edition and then whenever you feel like I need to upgrade my physiology game, you can get the newest edition. I'm a, I'm a firm believer in getting old versions of most books, not MCAT books, but most other books, get old versions. Why pay the money for the new stamp when you can get the, the old uh, edition? <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, that, I mean, it's that simple. People are asking about anatomy. I don't think anatomy is actually that high yield. Why? Because how hard is it to retain anatomy long term? 
Think about it. Physiology is conceptual. Things work together. You can visualize it. Anatomy, it's really hard to memorize all those muscles, all those tissues. Plus, you don't know what, how they're clinically or physiologically relevant. And the only anatomy that's really useful is that anatomy that generates physiology or pathophysiology. So if you just memorize random muscles, it's no good. So I think physiology is way more beneficial than anatomy. And students often debate whether they should take physiology or anatomy. Physiology, by, by far, by a mile. The anatomy, like right now, am I an anatomy expert? No. I know the anatomy that's pertinent to me. As an anesthesiologist, I need to understand the anatomy related to nerves. <laughs> I need to know, okay, wait a minute. Like yesterday, I just did a, a popliteal fossa block, right? Pop sciatic. So I was like, okay, this patient is coming in, ankle surgery. They're sick as all get out. I don't want to put them all the way to sleep. So let me go ahead and numb up their foot and do a regional block. So I know I have to flip the patient over. I have to identify, okay, here, let me start in the popliteal fossa, right? So right behind the knee. I'm going to start there and I'm going to scan. I'm going to look for my what? Peroneal and tibial nerve. I'm going to look for those. Okay, bam. I'm going to scan up until they become right. What? They, uh, mm, 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 uh, the sciatic nerve. And I'm looking at my, oh, perfect. Look for that branch. I'm going to go right in between them, put my needle in there, inject my local lidocaine, see it spread nicely around that nerve bundle, right? And then I'm going to thread my catheter and then I'm going to come out and then I'm going to confirm my ultrasound that the anatomy still looks beautiful. But for me to memorize every muscle of the leg is not useful to me. I just need to know what the key muscles are around my nerve blocks. So for you guys, physiology is the way to go. And Jordan just said, physiology was hugely helpful. Feel like it helped critical thinking for the MCAT. It absolutely does. Because all this science, you guys are wondering why you take all this. It all matters because of physiology. That's why it matters. <laughs> right? We talk about cardiac, right? And, and afterload and preload. Well, where is that talked about? In physics. Right? We have to understand what we're doing. Uh, Dalsum says, I'm a microbiology major, and the class I'm excited for next semester is the physiology of microorganisms. That's a very specific class, physiology of microorganisms. I guess that's beneficial. That could be interesting because you're going to learn that a lot of things in nature right, are replica replicable because they're efficient. So what a microorganism micro might do with physiology, humans might do. Or the physiology of microorganisms might be attack sites for antibiotics, antivirals, etc., antifungals. All right, that's why fungus is actually so difficult to kill. That's why athletes' foot is so prevalent. Why is it so hard to kill these fungus? Because of the way their physiology is, the way their meta metabolism works, the way they're structured. So it definitely plays a role there. So that's cool. You're taking that class. That's very specific, but nice. Um, anyway, so that's all I have to say. I'm not going to belabor the point today, but I hope all you guys understand. Before you guys go to pick up a Twilight book or you go to pick up uh, – you know, some physicians reaccounting of some event in their life. How about you guys pick up a book that's going to help you form your own life? And beyond that, why don't you guys take an action step towards getting the life you want? And today, for a very limited time, I'm actually going to be running a special on my MCAT course for you guys who have MCAT coming up and are looking for an affordable opportunity or affordable um, system for doing well in the MCAT. I'm offering my MCAT for $99. The link is below. Um, you guys can get my entire MCAT course for 99 bucks um, for a very limited time, but jump on it. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> jump on that today um, and take advantage of that because I want every student to have that opportunity, right? Like some of you guys can't afford thousands of dollars for an expensive prep class. So I have this course so you guys can learn exactly how to independently study for the MCAT. 
I myself studied independently for the MCAT. I scored 95th percentile on the MCAT. I got into Stanford. Um, I use the same system you'll learn in this MCAT course to actually dominate step one. I scored, I was in the top 5% of my Stanford class. So if you guys are looking for a way to study independently for the MCAT, this is the, this is the, this is the opportunity. <laughs> All right. So everyone have a wonderful, wonderful day. Uh, I'm so excited. If you guys, are you guys enjoying Dominate Pre-Med Show? If you guys do not know, we are live action on iTunes. So please get over to iTunes, subscribe, uh, give me a review on there. Let people know that this is a worthwhile show that more people need to get involved in. So everyone go to iTunes right now, subscribe, and uh, leave a review for this wonderful new show, Dominate Pre-Med. And I'm very excited, guys. Um, I wanted to first start this show out with a lot of my voice, um, but now I'm actually going to start releasing uh, some of the interviews I've done with some amazing people in medicine um, because I think it's important for you guys also to hear other voices other than mine, um, but in a structured environment. So some of my interviews are going to be kind of challenging in a way that I do call guests. When they say something, they got to back it up with facts. We got to stick to the facts. We can't just filibuster, right? Because you guys are trying to get somewhere. So <laughs> there's going to be moments where you're like, oh, that is so awkward. He just called that person out on this show. But it is what it is, right? We, uh, <laughs> it is what it is. So everyone, get to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a review when you get a chance. And if you guys are looking to get better, my MCAT course, look below, on sale right now for $99. Everyone have a wonderful day. And what do we always say? How do we end it, y'all? How do we end it? How do we end it? No excuses. Just dominate, guys. Go get it done today. Later. Today is the day, guys. No more excuses. No more complaining. You're going to take your future in your own hands. You're going to dominate. You're going to be successful. Get to my website, studenttransformation.com. I challenge you. What are you going to do today to make your life better?